pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back to your Kinetic Bully podcast for manifesting your abundant life. So glad to have you back with us today. StephenCanyon.com is the website, and you can follow us. Please do on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. And you can also, what else can you also do, Maggie? You, if they can like, find us on Clubhouse at Stephen Canyon. They can also find you on Facebook, YouTube. We are basically everywhere. Yes, and if you want to be a guest <laughs> on the podcast show, Kinetic Belief Show, the number is 720-626-8649. Yeah. 720-626-8649. Yeah. And I've also discovered that um, if you are not in the United States, so if you can't call that number, just send us uh, an audio message on Facebook or Instagram, and, and it's the same thing. Great idea. Either way is fine. Seems like it's been a long time. You know, it, when we are, we're doing this Tuesday through Friday of each week, and then so we've got kind of like this three-day weekend. I know. It, it's it's weird. And, <laughs> it's, I, I feel uh, dis- untethered on the weekend. I like your, your t-shirt. Oh my goodness. This is why I'm so excited today. It is amazing. I am wearing the very first, the mm-hmm. one and only Kinetic Belief t-shirt. And it says Supernatural it says, right supernatural. across the front of it. It is so cool. I cannot wait to show this to that the KBs. That is so cute on you. Yeah, they're going to launch on the website soon. We don't have a specific date for that yet, but we're just doing the samples right now. But it's so soft. Supernatural. I'm sort of addicted to these to, to, to the apparel that we've been putting together. It's that's so nice. Really, really, it looks great on you, though, Thanks. seriously. It's my it's my new yeah. favorite t-shirt. And so that's going to be available to KBs. Oh, yeah. KBs on the website. Yes. Coming up soon it's coming up soon we do not have a date yet i don't dare put a date on that <laughs> i'm also getting really excited about heading out to the rocky mountains oh, by the way me too well it's funny the uh, i think the hotter it gets the more excited <laughs> you, well, we are you, you know what's coming here in florida yes and in july and august i have to say though it has been the most beautiful spring here in Florida. True oh my that. goodness. Yes. The weather yes. has been unbelievable. We spent so much time outside, out on the water, by, near the water, water-oriented things, listening to live music. It's been really wonderful. Well, now you are also, I saw that you had an, a hoodie on um, yes. earlier, which would be, it's going to be perfect up in the, the Rockies. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and I like wearing it around the house, but I get really worked up when we podcast, so I've learned that I can't... <laughs> I can't wear sweaters and hoodies while we podcast. But the, but the hoodie had amazing artwork on it as well. I and know. it said. It says, that, Love Never Fails. Love Never Fails. And it's got a side belief, swipe and it says, believer. Kinetic Believer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Love Never Fails. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to post some pictures on Instagram just so Ooh, people can get a glimpse. Great idea. Of what's coming. Great yeah. Idea. I cannot wait to share it with everyone. And I like it too because it's not just about the message. I mean, they're actually crazy comfortable and I mean I'm I've been wearing them every day. I'm sort of addicted. Well that's cute. And then the the white one that you had on earlier. With the K B well. with the K B formula on it. And it has sort of like a tree of life design on mm-hmm. the on the in the middle. That's the very KB cool. formula, which is kinetic belief. It's K B equal <laughs> one half mass yes. time velocity square. Yes. Which means our our part is fifty percent of kinetic belief, fifty percent being the the mass. And I do and, love how that sh- that really is. It, it's a proof, you know. It's it's really showing that, like like you're teaching us all the time. Look, the more you put in, the the more that fifty percent counts. The more you're going to get back. Well, that's the equation. That is the theory. That is the mathematical formula for yeah. kinetic belief, which is uh, a proven theory in quantum yeah. physics, and it is KB. Equal one half m v square. Very cool. That's the formula, Very and that's cool. we got some apparel with that. Some apparel with that, and uh, I have to say, I also drank my coffee out of my Happy Friday mug. <laughs> I could not resist. I had to do it. <laughs> I had to order one. <laughs> I am so glad you've got one of those. Every day's a Friday oh, with, with Maggie. I love that. You know, you're wearing uh, intense universal formulas on your T-shirt, but then your mug says. Happy Friday. <laughs> we we like to find balance here. 
Well, <laughs> and oh, I do want to throw this out again one more time. We mentioned it just a, a couple of minutes ago yeah. because this is a new feature that we've just begun. Mm-hmm. If you would like to be on the podcast, we would love to hear from you, your Literally comments and your podcast. question because we're, we get so many emails and yeah. I think it's just taking, it'll take people a little while to figure out, hey, you can actually call in. Yeah. 720-626-8649 to be on the, the podcast broadcast. And you can call that number from anywhere in the world and just make your comment or your ask your questions and yeah. we will put you on the show. Well, and you know, I have to say that those first calls that we have received, it, it moved me and I have to say it touched me in a way that I, it was completely unexpected. I mean, I knew it would be very cool to hear from the kinetic believers, to hear their voices, but to actually be able to hear from them, mm-hmm. hear their, the mm-hmm. tenor of their voice and their questions and the way that they interact. It's just really, really beautiful. It is. And don't be bashful. We're all friends here. And we're oh, yeah. supporting you and cheering you on. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Well, speaking of questions that are being sent in, we do have one that was emailed. And thank you for emailing in Lizzie from, she's a KB from Amsterdam. Mm. And she says, I'm we learning. Didn't, we didn't make it to Amsterdam. I wanted to go there. We, we were tried. so close. But you know, the, with COVID restrictions, yeah. we were, we kind of had to, we, we sort of self-isolated ourselves in most of these places around the world. Yeah. We, In fact, we were, I think we, we were as close as Edinburgh, Scotland. That was the closest we got, yeah. We would still had to jump across some water there to make it to Amsterdam. <laughs> that was pretty close, though. That was pretty close. So um, we've got Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie. And here's what she's asking. She says, I'm learning so much about how not to identify with the ego. I've discovered through kinetic belief journaling that focusing my thoughts on what should be rather than what is manifests new experiences into my life. I've attracted the genius of purpose to open a clothing store. Ooh, mm. Cool. Not only are my expectations changing, but I am being surprised by other people almost daily with offers to help me in ways that I've never expected to open my store. The only way I know to explain it is it's like my imagination has started a fire that's burning in every direction. I love that. My question is, my dad thinks I'm making a mistake by opening the store. He keeps telling me that most new businesses fail within the first year. And he says that if my store fails, that other people will see me as a failure. He keeps telling me to get a good job as a store manager with a clothing store that's successful already. And just be happy making good money, risk-free. What do you think I should do? Wow. Well, I w- first of all, thank you for the email, Lizzie. And I would say, first of all, you know what? I really don't like to tell you what you should or should not do mm-hmm. um, and leave that up to you as mm-hmm. far as opening a business, not opening a business, because that comes from your genius of purpose and not mine. Yeah. But I think I can probably drill down a little bit more into what I think you're asking me and and. It sounds like your father wants you to protect your reputation. Mm. So let's let's go at it from this this wow. viewpoint. The definition of reputation is actually the general beliefs that people will have about you. I think you said that here your father is telling you that you'll ruin your your uh, reputation, or people will think that you're a failure. Yeah. Yes. If your business fails. In other words, you should be concerned about what other people think about you. And so that really is what uh, the definition of a reputation is. What they think when the thought of you comes into their mind. So your, your, your father, your dad is saying that if you start this enterprise and it fails, then other people are going to think less of you. Look, if anybody has ever been disappointed with you, Lizzie, congratulations. <laughs> because the fact is, is that someone yes. who's protecting their intentions um, is, is following after the dictates of some type of self-realized sense of reputation. Mm. Um, and in the same way, if somebody else is projecting their intentions upon you, projecting their expectations upon you, I should say, through a a display of sadness or disappointment or in any other way that says that they are displeased with you because you failed. You failed your sense of responsibility. You failed their expectations. You didn't measure up to what they thought you should measure up to or maybe in your your, the... uh, 
uh, situation with your one of your parents or both parents, maybe you are an embarrassment to them. You're making them feel like their child is not as successful as somebody else's kid. You failed them. You uh, failed to fulfill their hopes or their expectations for you. Mm. So, well, let me ask you this. Does it bother you if people don't think that you are doing what you should be doing? Does it bother you if um, you're not talking like other people think you should be talking or speaking or acting the way that they think that you should be acting? Are you surrounded by others, other people that say they just don't understand you. They don't know why you think the way that you think. They don't know why you've got to be so weird. Wow. <laughs> I've heard that before. You know, I've got to admit, I grew up in, in rural America, just like you did, Meg. And, yeah. and we've talked about this, both of us. And, and I think you may have scored higher on this than I did. You heard that you were weird. <laughs> yes, I think I probably heard that. You got a little, more than anything you got a little else. more hash marks than I do in that yeah. column. You're mm-hmm. so weird. It was always preceded, too, by a, by a long pause, you know, a long pause. And then somebody goes, you're weird. Oh, that's, that's for dramatic. Uh, <laughs> well, it's almost like they keep realizing it. Let me, let me really dramatize <laughs> like, this. Like you knew this okay. yesterday. This is not new information. They're, they want to, They want you to see them figuring it out in front of you. I'm going to look at you a little cross-eyed and make sure you, you hear me say, I think you're weird. You're strange. You're just strange. You're not doing what you should be doing, and that makes you weird. I have to say, even as a kid, there was this strange little voice on the inside of me that any time somebody told me I was weird, I would kind of go, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, like well, I had see, accomplished something. <laughs> good, good for you, because it took me a little bit longer than that. <laughs> Because when they first started, you know, if you can remember getting the first nickname as a little kid. Oh, my goodness. I do. I love to play Batman. And so some of my friends would go, hey, Batman. And I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Don't call me Batman. Literally anything. No, I wish somebody would just call me Batman. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, all I want. (laughs) Please. Oh, I'll call you Batman, honey. But you know what? (laughs) I love you. Like when I played football... Coach had set up weights in the school auditorium, and while waiting to use the bench press, I would go over and play the piano. And I remember one of the guys would say, "Hey, football players don't play the piano." Oh my god! He, he said it just like that. I'm sure he did. And I, I said, <laughs> "I know, isn't that great? I don't have to wait in line to practice." <laughs> while riding my Harley Davidson motorcycle in the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina, it was in the middle of the summer, and I. Just had my bike maybe six months. And I was wearing a leather jacket and some chaps, if you can imagine. And another guy <laughs> I said, can see it. another guy said to me that I ran into, didn't run into, but I met him up at one of the pull offs there. And he said, Well, you shouldn't be wearing leather in the summer. It doesn't look cool. Well, actually, I was comfortable. I'm riding at those, some of those high altitudes at where the temperature drops quickly. And plus, if anybody cared, I thought I'd look pretty cool. But while snow skiing in Snowshoe, West Virginia, I was wearing a flannel shirt and some jeans one time instead of a snowsuit. And somebody said, wow, really? No snowsuit? I guess you're trying to be real. (laughs) Actually, I was just trying to be comfortable. I hadn't even really thought about being real. You're like, actually, I am poor. (laughs) (laughs) You know where I can get a a hand-me-down snowsuit? though. <laughs> when, when I first began teaching the power of kinetic belief about 20 years ago, I had ministers calling me up, Maggie, to tell me that I should not be teaching people that they were responsible for the kind of lives that they were going to experience. Yeah. And they would say things like, you know, God was in control, not us. I mean, I received letters asking, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Somebody else said, you don't have a very good reputation around here, young man. I mean, he was a pastor from a local church, and I said, well, you know what? The Bible that you're teaching from says that God swore an oath unto himself, making a covenant with every human being, sir, saying that they should choose what kind of life they're going to manifest. And I told him, it says in the book of Deuteronomy that we were given the authority and dominion to believe for Mm -hmm. and to manifest healing and prosperity and joy and happiness and a full, abundant life. And and it says that we can believe for and manifest, if we would rather, Mm. the curse 
which is sickness and despair and bitterness, anger and loss, decay and all that stuff. But it, and I told him, I says, it says in your Bible that we get to choose. And not only that, but I pointed out to him that every time Jesus healed somebody, he would tell them that your faith has made you whole. Wow. And that it was their belief that manifested healing. If I cared about my reputation, I would have stopped teaching the power of kinetic belief 20 years ago. I would not have gone skiing without a snowsuit. I would have frozen my (laughs) rear end off on the Blue Ridge Parkway on that motorcycle instead of wearing comfortable chaps. I would not have practiced the piano while waiting to get on the bench press or the squat rack or anything else while playing football. So, and I'm thinking, wow, you know what? If I'm kind of strange, I think I like it. You know, that makes me think of we were sitting at a red light not that long ago, and there was this old but very cool kind of beat up red pickup truck, mm-hmm. and and on the back it there was just one bumper sticker, and it just said locally hated. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like I need that. <laughs> I, you know what? And that just reminded me not to try to one up you because okay. I, I couldn't do that. But <laughs> I think it was in the same town <laughs> okay. and we saw another bumper sticker on the yeah. back of this all beat up. I mean, oh. really, really, I don't even know how the, the thing was on the road, yes. but and let me make sure I get this right. I think the, the bumper sticker said, oh, come on, wait, wait. Do you remember what it is? Um, yes, said, I do. Uh, I do remember. Um, rich. No. You go ahead and say it. It said, dirty, filthy, rich, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> that was it. Yes. Yeah, because you know but what? I, I think it, it would... Mm. Those all have the spirit of it, don't they? I mean, they just have that yes. spirit of, you Re- know, it just, who cares? Reputation. Who cares? What is, Hate me, love yeah. me, I am me. <laughs> because I think it would be weirdly dishonest to be normal if that's if normal is dishonest if normal is fake it is because it is it's you're being dishonest with yourself a person lives dynamically when they're connected to their beautiful one-of-a-kind intrinsic values not being controlled by the illusory identities of a false reputation the idea of protecting our reputation, that has become so commonplace now that you see ads on how to fix your online reputation. Send me $1,000 and I will fix your <laughs> reputation for you. Good luck with that. How to fix what other people are saying about you. My goodness, that's to be controlled by what other people are saying about you. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, that as you become more deeply entrenched in kinetic belief, it, it, you find so, that something kind of strange starts to happen, and and you you are actually more comfortable around weirdos and and crazy funky people, and and that's that becomes almost your happy place, like a type of person, a, a, an authentic person that's just so connected with their true essence of self, and then you find that you're actually a little more uncomfortable around the people that are wearing the mask, that are pretending. That is all that we are saying whenever we say weird. So we're saying you're authentic. You're yeah. being your the genius of you without care, without concern about what other people will think. That's the mm-hmm. fakery. Well, when people say normal, when people use that word normal, I think they just mean same. They just mean like them. They just mean, why aren't you a carbon copy of me and my life? How many people do you know? Maybe the number is not important, but do you know anybody that used to be just so full of charisma, laughter, happiness, and joy, and then they go and they get married to somebody who's not, and then they too evolve to become somebody that's not full of happiness and joy, and the, the beauty of the essence of who they were, it's still there, but now they're masquerading as something that they're not in order to protect the reputation or the expectation of the one that they're with. Yeah, I, I I have known someone like that, and I have to say it's it's a very difficult thing to to see and experience and even watch because you can quite literally see that person's beauty and their their vivacious personality being dismantled piece by piece mm. over time. This is not something that happens overnight. Just like embracing our true selves doesn't necessarily you know make you this wildly alternative person the next day you know that's the it's the journey that we're on we're discovering more of ourselves every day and it's so sad isn't it that you'll 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 visit this person and you'll see a just a shell of Mm. themselves of what used to be Mm -hmm. and you know that they're still in there but the sadness is is that they they're not permitted to be that spark of life right the authentic one that they were created to be isn't it interesting how that 
that idea of of other people's opinions what other people think it, it's almost as if it it's a it just grows it, it's like something you know I, I think of uh we we talked about the North Carolina mountains and what is it that grows up there kudzu that's what it is. grows everywhere. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, there's a lot of it in the North lot, Carolina I mean, you mountains. Can, you can drive yeah. some stretches, and I mean, and the forest has just been overtaken. You can't even see the trees. Mm-hmm. They're just mm-hmm. under a blanket of the stuff. And that's what this makes me think of. You know, when you start even mildly listening to the opinions of others, it's just like one little branch, one little mm-hmm. ivy crawling in there. And then eventually, you've just been so overwhelmed by their opinions. And, and it's just, it's something that we not only have to be aware of, but it, it takes a lot to get out from under it. Well, it takes loving yourself unconditionally to continue to be your authentic self. And, and here's, here's the deal with that. You are not loving yourself if you are following the dictates of the expectations of a reputation that's being placed upon you. Mm-hmm. And then not only are you not loving yourself, but you're not loving them yeah. because you've allowed yourself wow. to to be uh, seduced by the expectations of another to then masquerade as something that you're not. Now, I have to say, when it comes to being your authentic self and sort of throwing caution to the wind, not caring about your reputation, once you get a taste of what it feels like to really be yourself in the face of anyone and everything that may care, I got to say it's a little addictive. (laughs) <laughs> well, it is, and especially once you're out of school, because you'll spend most of your days with a dunce cap on sitting over in the corner because dun- because you're not cap. following the... Isn't, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> oh, it's just time out now. Okay. We, we, <laughs> King Henry from... Because it's 1840. How dare you not think like us? This is one of the things that a lot of KBs, especially when they start working through their... their um, Genius of Purpose, manifesting their their best life through mm. the Law of Attraction Guided Journal. And we'll hear this from them, and they'll start saying, well, you know what? Everybody was cheering me on because they can see that I'm healing, mm-hmm. and I'm becoming dynamic, and, and I'm starting to, to flourish in all these directions. But a week or two later, uh, we'll hear that nobody wants to talk to me anymore. Right. They don't like what they're seeing. Yeah. They, they're still supportive, they say, but they don't really want to have anything to do with me. Well, and it's important to understand, like you've told us before, that, you know, understanding that, look, they don't understand anymore. You've actually, you know, spiritually and, and in this transcendent way outgrown their ability to understand. So I think that helps us have compassion on that person as well while continuing to, to pursue that sense of self that you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I received, got an email the, just the other day from a KB out of uh, New Zealand. I think, it, I think that's where he is. Yeah, New yes, Zealand. that's correct. And he said in his email, he said, you know, Stephen, he said, I feel safe being a KB, <laughs> safe while listening to this, uh, to the Kinetic Belief yeah. program. Love the, that. the feeling of safety, it comes from knowing that you are loved for being yourself loved and that you know that you're you're somebody sees you now they see the essence of you and they approve of you and not only do you not need that approval but the approval now is one for the authentic self that you're not no longer having to jump through any kind of hoops and there's mm-hmm. that is it truly is a a comfortable place to find yourself being accepted mm-hmm. that's nice whether you are or not but while we're learning to grow and to become more and expand our territory to become more of ourselves, you either have to isolate yourself to be successful at this or just hope and just that somebody, another KB, is going to be somewhere around you, somebody else that is living their life in unconditional love for themselves, mm-hmm. that is happy and joyous and healthy and, and determined to, to live abundantly, successfully their own life because those are the ones that are going to champion you and to celebrate you and to lift you up and edify and encourage you and to show up as, and to applaud you as your parade goes by. Mm-hmm. Those are cabies whether they know it or not. And so you, you feel that sense of it's, you're being free to be authentically you mm-hmm. without regard to the reputation, Lizzie, that's being welded over you to cause you to somehow reconsider branching out to do something on your own and just instead conform 
with wow. others. Well, and, and you just described the, the family of kinetic believers so well, this community that we are all in, and, and we are on this same plane of consciousness. When we're pursuing kinetic belief, we do get to feel connected to each other, even if it is across the planet. You know that we, know, we get to know that we're not alone in this, and that is so powerful when you have to maybe sometimes do this thing seemingly alone and that there's nobody around you necessarily cheering you on. I know that when I first started, it, there there was no one. I mean, mm-hmm. and it was quite the opposite, actually. It's what you were describing. It's it's people getting a little freaked out. You know, one thing that I heard a lot is, for example, if I was um, in a, there was a season where I was receiving healing, and I vividly remember people saying to me, well, you can't, you can't say that you're, that you're healed because that's just not true. Mm-hmm. You can't lie. I can't lie and say that, that I'm that I'm well and I'm okay when I'm not. And just things, you know, piercing things like that that would come at you. And so, you know, this this makes me wonder also about what are we giving access to? What about the environment that we're putting ourselves in? That's right. And, you know, the only place, and, and this is really misunderstood greatly, the only place that you'll ever find yourself so-called alone is when you are in the fullness of the presence of your Creator, where no one else can come in. No one else can see you. No one else is going to be in that place of mm. pure authenticity. And so if you can ever get to that place, and we often refer to a huga space, where you can dive deep into your sense of self yeah. to find the essence essence of oneness, the essence of source, the essence of God, the essence of who you are in him, in her, in it, in the creator. Because every single human being has within themselves the artistry of their one-of-a-kind genius, Mm. which you will be alone in as far as other human beings are concerned, but in the fullness of of all things being possible. So therefore you are never truly alone. If you ever have the sense that you are alone, it's because you're operating from the ego. Wow. The ego, which is identifying with other people, Mm -hmm. thoughts, forms, ideas, expectations, reputation. It's when you can uh, uh, transcend the, the idea of ever being alone that you've located the sense of source within you the essence of your highest being because look if you care for one moment about your reputation then that care will be a moment that's lost identifying with a thought form rather than with what moves you in the essence of the thing that stirs your soul wow I want to sort of orbit around this for just a a second because it is, you've absolutely flipped the script on the idea of alone. Because I think a lot of times we can, we can really connect with that idea, that, that term lonely, I'm alone, I'm lonely, and we can feel quite isolated, but you have completely shifted that perspective just now. And, and, and you're really revealing that, hey, we need to embrace the idea of truly being alone in our essence of self with the creator. And that just blew my mind as well. This idea that, look, if you actually do feel lonely and truly isolated and truly alone, it's because you're not connecting with your sense of self. You're in the ego. I mean, that's just that's really hitting me right between the eyes. Every human being could be characterized as, characterized as being uniquely alone in their awesomeness. And if they were brave enough to not conform to the expectations of reputation. Alone and awesome. (laughs) (laughs) There's another t-shirt. I was going to say, I like that. (laughs) Because the, the only reputation anyone should have would be a reputation of not caring what other people think. Yeah. Well, I've heard about you, young lady. You don't care about what I think, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have, I have to say, I've always sort of dreamed of, you know, having the response of like, oh, I'm so sorry. I think you're confusing me with someone who, who cares what you think. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> oh, another shirt. Oh, speaking of T-shirts, I did have a, an, it was an old vintage T-shirt that I found in a thrift store. And I got so many compliments and people were like reading it and like waving. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and it said, it was like a little postcard and it just said, in memory of when I cared. Isn't that great? <laughs> I and love I, that. It got holes in it. But, I wore it so much, but isn't that it? That's t- so, because what others think about me is none of my business. Mm, boom. 
Creative creators who embrace their uniqueness, not a reputation that's been formed by the opinions of others, but that embrace their artistic, their creative reputation. All of these these people in this, while having their natural experience, have a special ability to be able to communicate their feelings and impressions and their thoughts through unique and different ways of expressing themselves. And this is the fullness of life. This is, this is where happiness meets the, the pavement of joy. Cabies. Cabies are in love with themselves. Yeah. And they appreciate their originality as well as everybody else's. But the truth is, cabies are those who don't use the system of identifying the reputation for navigating through this life. Wow. Because, you know, their values, our values, are difficult to understand by those who would show up and apply pressure on you using catchphrases like, you know, protect your reputation. If that doesn't mean anything to you, then you need to protect mine. Mm. Don't make me look bad. Remember remember, you, remember who I am. Remember where you come from. Remember where you, where you from. come from. All of that stuff. Those who judge you um, according to what they themselves would do are going to place that pressure wow. on you. These are those who say things like, you know, who do you think you are? Uh, what do you think you're doing? I've heard about your reputation. You don't have a very good reputation around town. You know that, don't you? Or I, you know, I, is, it, I, I, is it the Scarlet A that I have? I don't want you. To, I don't. I don't think you want to hear about what they're, they're they're saying about you around here. Or you've got a parent that says you better not embarrass me. Whatever you do, don't ruin the family name. Well, you know, all of those judgments make up. Much so much of the the reputation narrative that we carry around with us. Yeah. So Lizzie, without regard to reputation, the KB lives according to their inner genius, their life source energy. It's up to you to launch into the. And you know what? It's not about being a, a success or a failure. The success is you being able to enjoy the experience of opening your own store regardless of the outcome. And if you can disassociate yourself with the expectation of winning or losing, all you can do is win. It's, that is success. Yeah. You're successful before you open the door, you've already succeeded. Because you're pursuing the thing that, that it, it, you found to be a passion coming from within you. And by putting it in the proper place and not even having one moment of thought of failure, you can't attract that. If all you are doing is dwelling on the successes of your endeavor and the experience of it, and delighting in your sense of purpose, you'll find a way through whatever obstacle may show up. Well, and that really speaks to her other part of the question about risk, doesn't it? You know, her um, father, I think it was, that he just mentioned, well, this is so risky. And if you do it this other way, there mm -hmm. is no risk. And I love how as when you when we get into kinetic belief you know steve you're always guiding us through these new definitions of words that just blow the lid off of our understanding of life so you know as far as you know, redefining normal redefining reputation and now here we are we're redefining risk you know is it really so risky to fulfill your destiny as a human being having this earthly experience. I mean, the real risk would actually be to, to go after something that you have no business doing, that you're not even destined or, or made to do. Well, and you know, speaking of risk, there can only be risk where someone has imagined as part of the equation loss. Mm -hmm. And as a KB, we don't consider loss. If loss isn't part of the equation, right. there's nothing to risk. Right. But here's what happens when like with the father here, when he is looking at Lizzie's uh, project, he's seeing something very different through the, the perspective that she's seeing it because his mind is working differently. He's evaluating the circumstances differently than, than Lizzie is. And because he's observing the surroundings by noticing different details than Lizzie is. Most people, in fact, listening to this podcast... They are kinetic believers. If, if you're not, you will be. And, and <laughs> most KBs find the purpose for their life, which is to be entertained by your intellect. As, and your intellect, you, and we see this a lot. We say this a lot. Mm -hmm. We see it as um, the, the life that we're building together, Meg, is our offspring. Yeah. This is, these are our, our 
babies. Yes, we're, the we're, podcast is our baby. We're raising them. <laughs> and it's an identity yeah. that's worth protecting from anyone that attempts to take it away from you. Yeah. KBs, as you're developing your life and you're developing your best life, you're developing in your happiness and joy, your prosperity and abundance, you're manifesting greatness in every direction. You are surrounding yourself with unconditional love and people that are walking in the same the, the, the same uh, mental constructs for the same things that you are. All this, this life quality, which is possible in the land of the living, mm. for you to manifest all this richness wow. of experience and delight in presence. It is worth protecting from anybody that would show up and try to as a, take a fiery dart and throw that negative source energetic in there to implode and to cause to melt yeah. your expectations for the greater life to show up. And it's for this reason alone that KBs are so particular when it comes to who they're going to give access to, when yes. it comes to their personal lives. And yes. this is where it gets to be kind of difficult for a lot of people because you love them. Yeah. You want to bring them along. You want them to be happy and joyous. You want them to celebrate you and, and to get on board with your enthusiasm and excitement and to support you in that because that's what you do for them. Yeah. You celebrate and champion them, but it's just not reciprocated. Mm -hmm. They're not a KB. They don't understand kinetic belief and they are victims to life and they are ensconced and immersed into the dictates of the egoist way of life and they're identifying with thoughts of failure and you know that what you're describing right now that's something that i personally struggled with for many years this idea that i, I was making excuses for people to to make a really long story short but I was always making those excuses I would talk about I would remind myself how much they loved me I would remind myself how much they cared for me but but kinetic belief gives you this really insightful way and, and a really insightful lens when you get into the high level of kinetic belief and you start loving yourself like you're describing as you're describing, as our true essence of self, all of a sudden you realize that, look, is the investment there or not? Are they, are they championing me or not? Like mm -hmm. on paper, what does this thing look like? Not the excuses, not the blanks that I'm filling in on their behalf. And I have to say that's the faster that you can do that, the better, because it's going to absolutely, like if you can get over that, make that leap of not making excuses, not carrying that emotional and, and relationship water for people anymore. It really does sort of skyrocket you into this, into this thing. And it's the tough part, isn't it? Because you love them and you, exactly. you, you, you want everybody to do well. And it's a difficult, difficult thing. But here's what happens is because you, you go back to the same environment, the same situation, you're having the same dinner and you've got the same personalities. There's 14 of you here at this big banquet table that you you grew up with. But what begins to happen is the, 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 the negativity, the pettiness, and the, 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 uh, the conversation that will drag on about what's wrong with the world, what's wrong with the news, what's wrong um, in, 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 in the neighborhood and with the, the people down the street, what's wrong with those that aren't at the table. The wrongness of it all and the negativity of it all. Even if you try to, under, to, to justify it with, well, that's just where they're coming from. You can sense the, you can sense the energy depleting you into taking something from you. And it puts a wobble in your energetic walk. And the, the vortex of this highest um, energetic field that you're attracting into, it begins to, to take on characteristics of something that you know is not correct for you. Wow. And because here's the deal, you are deceived if you don't think that it's going to affect you energetically. Mm -hmm. We are balls of energy. That's what we are in this realm having a natural experience, spiritual beings having a natural experience, and we are energized. And so as energy, you, you want to be in harmonious energetics in your relationships, wow. or it's toxic, and one will win the day. You can sit there and be quiet in that environment and say nothing, and if you continue to do it day after day after day, that highest viewpoint of expectations and imaginations will begin to erode and you'll find yourself coming into alignment with the negative expectations of the conversation of those that you're hanging out with. There is a mutual appreciation for life and an understanding of purpose 
when we align ourselves with others with the same kind of expectations for living. Well, and there it is. There's that aha moment in all of this, realizing that, look, as a ball of energy, when, when you allow that kind of access to you, you know, forget the emotions of it, forget the semantics of the situation and the relationships of the situation. The, the bottom line of the whole thing is that, look, we're destabilizing our energetics. And I think that's, I love the word wobbly that you use because it's so visual. You can see it happening. You can sense it happening. You go in feeling solid, so centered in self, so centered in belief. And then all of a sudden you're opening yourself up to, to be destabilized in this pursuit. Yep. You know what? You can tell who people are that have embraced themselves, who have fallen in love with themselves, yeah. and who are living the lives of KBs because they they mm-hmm. have their tribes. And the factions of artistry are all over the world. Yeah. And and just like the, the young man that, that wrote us from New Zealand, New Zealand, yeah. right? Yes. And, uh, he said, I'm just trying to find some more KBs here. There's, I need some KBs. So any KBs listening over in, in New Zealand, um, write to us, and maybe we can connect you with this other one. But we need to find our, find each other. But even if you don't know the name, you'll notice them, even if they don't know they're a KB. You'll notice those that are, yes. are uh, vibrating on this high expectation frequency of energetics. Mm. They are usually those that look like they are. Uh, sailing upon the earth, their feet aren't even touching the ground. They're in love. They're they're practically soaring through life because it's these creative creators that are not moved by the subjective uh, expectations of reputations. They are not shy. They're not embarrassed to show their affection. And it's most often they are unique in their own way, delightfully unique. KBs are of sound mind, solid, strengthened by their expectations, and they are rarely, if ever, surprised by someone else because you're not expecting everybody to be like everybody. Right. In fact, we're hoping people will be the individuals that they were created to be. Yeah. And if you're uncertain as to whether or not you're going to fit into a definition of a creative person of a KB, first just realize that being creative, it doesn't necessarily mean that you paint or play music. It doesn't mean that you, you know, you're creating sculptures or anything like that. It just means that you delight in your thoughts and that you are energized by the unique expressions of yourself. You know, this is really reminding me about, I remember when we first got to uh, Albania and the, the language was so overwhelming and especially because of the time of year that we were there. I mean, we were absolutely the only people that were speaking English fluently. And I just remember mm. it, it It was a very abrupt and very affronting sense of isolation. It was very isolating. And it, and it gave you a, stra- it was a strange feeling, almost as if you had landed on this other planet. And everyone is so kind and friendly, but it was this huge disconnect mm. in, in the ability to communicate, which left you feeling alone. In that sense. And, and the reason it's reminding me of this, because when we overcome the ego and we start living wholly and fully in our true sense of self, it's as if now you speak a, a totally different language than these people that you've known that are still operating fully in the ego. And so all of a sudden, you know, you're trying to communicate and it's, it just feels like gibberish. It sounds like gibberish. Mm-hmm. And you're on these two completely different worlds and planets and and. I think it's always important to acknowledge, too, that, hey, we're the ones that have changed. That's so true, isn't it? And, and, it's, and when you speak of language, and it's not just words, is it? Because, no. you know, even right. the words that we speak as a KB, they become positive. You don't dare say something negative about anyone else and, or yourself. Mm-hmm. And nothing is just wishful thinking anymore. We're positive, with positive expectations. But then, you know, as we know that most, uh, most communication is nonverbal. And so you see, you see the positive uh, KBs beginning. Those those are the people that hold their heads high, that have a, a, a welcoming smile. And, and I'm thinking of, uh, about Albania, and not we don't have the common language, but you could recognize the people that were full of light and love that spoke the KB and language. Spoke the KB language, which is a universal language, and they they're celebrating the differences in others. They're championing, you know, we're from another country, and they they're celebrating that, and they understand how. Rare it is to find somebody else is also willing to be vulnerable in that they're, they're not moved by the 
the expectations and the mm. reputation and all that, but they're just brave enough, bold enough to simply be themselves. Mm. Most KBs that have embraced being creative in their individual purpose in the world are those that are intentionally using kinetic belief to create the life of their dreams. And they, they find themselves just living in this world of their own until, until they attract others of like kind into their life. And I just want to say, look, if you're listening today, if this is you, understand that you, that you, don't, you don't like it when others are trying to move you off of the location of yourself, to force you to become like them, and when others bully you to conform to the world around you. The reason you don't like it is because it's not authentic to you. The reason you don't like to be told what to do if it's not what you're going to do is because it's not authentic. Someone's asking you to masquerade. They're trying to seduce you by using the ego of condemnation to get you to care about your reputation and to say you need to conform or or else. I have a question about this process of of making sure that we're overcoming this reputation mindedness. How do we prevent ourselves from, you know, allowing that pendulum to swing too far in the other direction? All of a sudden we say, you know, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. Middle finger, everyone. You know, we've, we've sort of gone a little too far in the other direction of not caring what people think. How do we stay centered in our sense of self? Because technically that level of not caring what people think is kind of caring what they think. Well, <laughs> sure, absolutely. You know? <laughs> and you know what? You're keeping your you're keeping your journal in order to know where you're going. Number one, and then the more importantly, or as important as that, is you are maintaining your love walk mm. because your unconditional love for yourself is the thing that says I disregard any sense of reputation. But then it's the unconditional love for all others that you also celebrate them where they are. For whatever their challenges are, for whatever they're trying to move through and on, you, it, you, you have no expectations of performance for anyone else either. And that's how we safeguard ourselves from swinging too far in the other direction. Because you are on a journey, a life that takes no account where reputation is concerned. Even when, they're, even when you're not physically going anywhere, you don't need to pack your bags and go catch the bus. That's not what I'm talking about. You're still a sojourner. Mm, yeah. We're still traveling. You're going yeah. somewhere. You're doing 50% of the whole. The other part is coming to you. Things are moving. Your circumstances are changing. Even if you're not changing your address, you're always going somewhere as a KB. That really reminds me of something that I've heard you say many times, which is when you're trying to find balance, just remember that you're never supposed to run to something or from something. And I feel like that's a huge, that's going to play that understanding. It's going to play a huge role when overcoming that reputation mindedness and staying centered in self. And because it's, it's just, it's sort of hilarious, hilarious, isn't it? Just how ironic <laughs> that can become like, I've tried so hard to not care what you think. That's all I care about. <laughs> you know, like, oh, God. Right. I all think of I'm, a sudden you care. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, wait, I'm all tangled up, but not running to it or from mm-hmm. it. And it sounds also like what you're, what you're saying today is that if, if we can just focus on becoming our true selves, that genius of purpose, transcending the ego within ourselves and ourself, that is the focus, that it naturally will do away with these you know, sort of superfluous ideas of, of reputation and, mm-hmm. and untether us to those opinions of others. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, that's such a good point, Meg, because if, you if you're running to something or from it, you're being controlled by it. Yeah. But as long as you're just delighting in your intellect, delighting in your ability of, of awareness, mm-hmm. delighting in life, wherever you are, then you're advancing mm-hmm. your mind, body, and soul. Wow. And that's the full spectrum of personality, the full spectrum of the, your, your uh, genius of purpose, because we're in a place that protects a space for being different. And we protect that. We put pressure on that because we are, you and I, at KBs, we get so emotionally excited and our emotions are following the dictates of our highest purpose of expectations rather than us following after our emotions because they, as we know, can go negative or whatever. So regardless of the emotional state, we choose by going to our dynamic manifesting journal 
what kind of day we're going to have, regardless of how we feel, mm-hmm. regardless of if you get up with a sniffling nose or not. You're still going as though this is the abundant day of my most excited part of life. <laughs> I am grateful. I'm in love. I'm happy. I'm joyous. I'm at peace. And it's from this place right now that the genius of my original source energy, that the, the world around me is changing. People around me are changing. That may mean that they are going or coming or whatever, but they're changing because I'm changing, not because I'm changing them. That's not my job. That's not what my dominion is for. Dominion is for me. My authority is for me, and I change myself. And there's something that's rather Mm -hmm. universal about those that are embracing this inner creativity, regardless of their reputation. Most people find them, uh, others are going to find them appealing. Lizzie, your dad is going to find you appealing. Because you're not going to protect this sense of reputation and you're going to embrace your inner creativity. And other people are going to be attracted to you because of that. You're going to set an example for all others, mm-hmm. even if they don't understand you. Most people are attracted to the poetic musician. Most people are attracted to the mysterious painter. Most people are attracted to the eccentric chef, even though along their journey, They too, like you, Lizzie, would have been confronted with those saying, protect your reputation. Who do you think you are? You can't cook. You can't paint. You can't write poetry, whatever all that is. And it's simply a mystery that most people can't even begin to tell you why it's this way. But the artistry of the human being who has looked within to find the unique genius of themselves locates the proverbial graffiti of your life that says, Yes, you can, Lizzie. And only you can understand all the swirls and the painting and the artistry of that graffiti in the corridors of your heart. It's there for you to follow. It's there for you to decipher. It's there for you to live abundantly while embracing the authenticity of what makes you weird. Because it's those strokes and it's all of those marks of which are meant to be seen by you and only you. And as soon as you pretend to hold them up for father or brother or others to interpret for you and to say, tell me what you think. Well, you're going to be made less than you were ever supposed to be. Because when you look through the eyes of your purpose and you find the creator of you, every expression that you're going to see of yourself is going to be innately meant just for you to be able to grow into and then for others to see the finished product of. Wow, this is so powerful. This And you touched on this actually yesterday a little bit. And, and I love how you've really brought it home just now. This this idea that, look, you know, why why do we look to others to learn about ourselves? No one, like you said this yesterday, nobody knows us like we know ourselves. Nobody's going to know what we need, what our destiny is, the things that we that we t- truly crave, that we truly desire. And, and I just love that the answer is you. The answer is me. The answer is us, you know, look within, look within, because there are the answers of self, not externally. Well, it's actually instinctive to look to others for understanding, Mm -hmm. but it's on purpose that we look within. We are expressions of the creator and expressions have to be expressed. And so, you know, the most common fear, should should there even be one among cabies, Mm -hmm. is the fear that their purpose will somehow never fully be expressed. Right. Yes. And that they're just not going to actually end up receiving all of the life that was meant to be for them. And one of the things that I personally enjoy about being around KBs and artistic people, um, weird people, especially KBs, is, is that <laughs> they are not shy about drawing attention to themselves. Yeah. They're not shy about not having any attention. Mm. It, and it comes from their natural charisma. Or the aura that, that we're talking about and uh, we spoke about recently. But they, they're creative and they're positive energy. And that's the thing about energy. It has to flow. It's energy. It's what it does. It's got to go somewhere. And it's to the benefit of everybody that sees you. They might not tell you it's to their benefit. And they, they may not ever tell you that they like what they see. But, oh, yeah, it's to their benefit, according to the original source energy of purpose in all of us, which is to celebrate and champion and edify and encourage each other in your authenticity of identity. Wow. Now, having said all of that, I just want to I'll say this. 
this coffee's been really good. Having said all of that, <laughs> artistic people. Yeah. What brand is that anyway? Um, Let's make sure. I think we're about out. Let's tar- get some Target. More of that. <laughs> I don't know. It's great. Um, artistic people, kinetic believers, working the law of attraction, yeah. also have their insecurities that they have to press through. Now, listening to this, you might be thinking that I just still feel uncertain. And it sounds like Stephen Magger saying it's all roses and daisies and fun and happiness. And, yeah. But you're still going to have insecurities. Absolutely. Insecurities just like everybody else. The difference is they, we understand what's required to keep moving, Absolutely. to keep growing, yes. to keep getting yes. up and putting both feet on the floor every day and putting pressure on your highest expectations for living an abundant life, mm-hmm. for attracting what is possible. If you can think of it, that means it exists. Substance is real. And the evidence of the reality of your dream being real is the, is the fact that you can believe for it or think about it. That's the evidence. Mm. It's already there. You don't need any more proof other than the ability for you to imagine it. Wow. And regardless of the confidence that KB's value and purpose in by journaling their best life, they also need to feel loved and appreciated. And, and they desire somebody just to show up and nurture me. That's natural. And, and for somebody just to show up and champion me, like uh, my friend in, in New Zealand. Can't somebody celebrate me? And, and, and that, by the way, he's got a great relationship with his wife, who also champions and loves him. So, Wow. But to express these great things to him, to attract the wonderful and majestic things into manifestation that he's believing for, that all of us are believing for. So we put pressure on these things, and we are the inventors and the architects and the singers and the songwriters, and, and we're the ones that paint the murals and sculpt the imagination for all others to see. And if no one else sees it, that's fine because our Creator sees it. And it's unto creation that we express the fullness of who we are. And these are the ones who will go to the moon and go to Mars and beyond. You know, yeah, it's not easy to to understand especially when we're growing up and young, why we are here, what our purpose is. But anyone that is worthy of getting to know the real you certainly has got to be capable of some patience. <laughs> so just give them all the patience and all you, you give them all that they need to come around to support you and champion you. And if they don't, it's okay. Let them enjoy it vicariously without ever communicating it with you. Mm-hmm. Richard Feynman was a famous theoretical physicist, one of the earliest in quantum physics, known for his work in quantum mechanics. He wrote that he said that you have no responsibility to live up to what other people think you ought to accomplish. I have no responsibility to be like they expect me to be. It's their mistake, not my failing. You can absolutely become whatever you desire if you give no thought to your reputation. Whatever you imagine to become or to have, there is a limitless abundance for the universe to provide your dreams. Lizzie, work on the energy of your belief, not the expectations of of the beliefs of others. Develop mastery over energizing your desires and then journal them. If you don't have one of the the Kinetic Belief Journals, just get a notebook and start journaling. Don't write anything negative in there. Don't write the expectations or anything about reputation in your journal. It's not a diary. Journal your genius of thoughts as they come to you and then monitor them. Nurture and direct your desires and never again restrict your imagination to the life that you are now living because you're constructing internal barriers when you you allow fearful judgments and imagination and, and the reputation of condemnation of others to enter in. It's those walls that will prevent you from opening up your store, from receiving your purpose, your best life. Fearlessly think about where your journey should be going. You were created to do what you desire to do and to be unique and so different that all these other people are going to have difficulty understanding you. And if that is you, Lizzie, congratulations, you've arrived. And if not, just look within to be mysterious and exciting. Your original identity is ready to create more beauty in your life and surroundings and, and to develop in exciting images for you to attract in your life. Just begin right now today 
Step out and grab hold of what you've imagined to see and manifest your best life. Be grateful for your beliefs and imagine them as having come to pass in your life because it is the beauty of your KB Journal as it allows you to construct your entire life simultaneously while gradually working through your desires one at a time. Well, let's work on some of our own highest viewpoints and uh, uh, I'm gonna, uh, cut me off from this coffee. This has been quite, I was going to say, you had like a lot of <laughs> cups. Fair share. I think it's working for you though. Just say this out loud. Say, I've looked within and I know who I am. I've looked within and I know who I am. Creativity comes naturally to what I found. Creativity comes naturally to what I found. Using my imagination. Using my imagination. Is my first and second nature. It's my first and second nature. My mind is excited. My mind is excited. To imagine to create. To imagine to create. I am always being guided. I am always being guided. By my inner genius. By my inner genius. I have endless creativity. I have endless creativity. Because I am endless. Because I am endless. <laughs> my imagination runs wild. My imagination runs wild. Because I run wild. Because I run wild. New ideas are always coming to me. New ideas are always coming to me. Because I'm always embracing them. Because I'm always embracing them. I'm purposely creative at all times. I am purposefully creative at all times. In alignment with who I am. And I'm in alignment with who I am. Creative desires construct my identity. Creative desires construct my identity. And my purpose and my life. And my purpose and my life. I have a powerful imagination. I have a powerful imagination. According to my creative expectations. According to my creative expectations. I am life. I am life. I am love. I am love. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am joyful. I am joyful. I am. I am. Therefore. Therefore. I am. I am. Wow. Ruin your reputation (laughs) to live a abundantly awesome and really fun podcast today steve sending out much love and light to all the kb creatives all around the world thanks as usual steve for all the wisdom